Hello and welcome to Mother Other episode 4. My name is Amy Pearson and I am your host. I started this podcast a mere three weeks ago as a way to shed light on the incredible strength and devotion of mothers who are adding more to their plate than simply mothering. I guess it's also a bit of an excuse for me to reach out to these women and share their wisdoms and experiences. I've been chatting to mothers weekly since I began and honestly it feels like therapy to me. It's really helped me to gain perspective on the realities of motherhood. I myself am a photographer. I run my own small business, photographing families, weddings, and also products for businesses and social media. And hey, if you're listening in from Melbourne and you would like some memories documented of you and your little ones before they, you know, grow into adult humans with kids of their own, I'd love to be the person to do that for you. Head to my website, amypearsonphoto.com, and we can have a chat. I jumped back into work pretty early as a new mum, as I love the stimulation it gives me. However, I quickly discovered how much more difficult it became to manage it all with a small human. Today's conversation is with Hannah Jones, the business whiz and wonderful friend of mine who runs two businesses whilst mothering a two and a half year old, one of those businesses she launched just a week before finding out she was pregnant. We discuss the difficulties and challenges she faced with that, also having it all and how that doesn't necessarily make life easy, albeit privileged. Her experience with nannies, the mushy brain that postpartum brings and how she didn't necessarily envision having children of her own. Some of these first conversations feel a little bit like a reunion for me. So many guests that I've reconnected with from my early days of interviewing for other projects I've had. Hannah and I met via Instagram through our business accounts at the time. And a few years later, she offered to take me and my husband in while we were house and job hunting during our relocation from Sydney to Melbourne. Now that is a typical Hannah move. She is so open and generous to all of the people she meets, continually giving and living such a selfless life. But motherhood has taught her boundaries and the importance of the word no, which you will hear more about soon in our conversation. I will also note that Hannah mentions an ectopic pregnancy. I didn't ask her to expand on her experience here because I didn't feel like it was my place to do so, especially in the public sphere, but I thought I should pop a warning in here in case that is a sensitive topic for anyone or if there are people who are struggling with infertility out there. One final thing, this is my first face-to-face interview and it has a bit of a different vibe to it. It's done late at night after a very long day of my bubba refusing to nap, so I may have spoken more than I should have. Excuses aside, I thoroughly enjoyed this chat with Hannah, as I always do, and I hope you do too. Thank you so much for being here. Here it is, episode four. This is Mother Other, and I am Amy Pearson. Okay, so, Hannah. It's funny because I don't normally do this in person, so I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm not going to do like a proper intro ramble thing. I'm just going to say thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for coming around and sitting down in front of the microphone. Um, You were the first person I messaged when the idea came to me. Thank you. I've been pestering you ever since. No, you haven't. Every day. (laughs) Come over. I really want to record you. Um, So we met on Instagram. Yes. We were both running businesses at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And a few years later, you offered, stupidly, let Jamie and I live with you for a month while we, well, it was supposed to be like a week. And it ended up. someone to cat sit. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. the cat sat, well, not the whole time. That was only a small part of it. 
um, while we were house hunting and job hunting, relocating from Sydney to Melbourne, and you haven't been able to get rid of me ever since. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so um, let's start by you'll explain to us who you're a mother to. Yep. Um, I have a almost two and a half year old, which is kind of really crazy, crazy to think that he'll be at least two and a half soon, mm-hmm. um, named Atlas. And um, he is hilarious and kind and really, really good at wearing me out and <laughs> testing my limits. Yep. But all of the things that a two and a half year old should be. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And was being a mum something that you always wanted? No, yep. no. Um, right up until the point where I found out that I was pregnant, I still, yeah, I was sort of on the fence about it. I, it was never something that I had thought I would always, you know, always wanted a family mm-hmm. or I didn't. I was sort of never really sure. Yeah. Um, with saying that, obviously, I'm like love that it did happen. And when it did was the perfect timing as well, if there is such a thing. Um, But I'm happy with one. It's not something that I plan on doing again. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I never – yeah, I didn't grow up thinking that I'd have a huge family or that I had my mind set on, you know, two or three or two or four, six kids, whatever, (laughs) or one. I was also happy if I had a million dogs. So, yeah, Yeah. which is still a good plan. Yeah. (laughs) and your journey to pregnancy with Atlas, was mm-hmm. that a simple? No. Um, my husband, Trent, and I were never um, officially, you know, trying. It was um, something that I guess we had tried to prevent for the first few years and then after yep. that we weren't as careful. But um, it sort of – it. It didn't happen quickly. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. I'd been through a couple of um, – I had an ectopic pregnancy and at the time um, they told me that it was unlikely that I would be able to fall pregnant very easily. So after that we sort of thought that maybe it wasn't going to be something that we had in our lives and that was okay. I came yeah. to terms with that. So then when it did it was sort of unexpected and amazing. Yeah. 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 So similarly, um, you also studied nutri- natural health? Yeah, I did naturopathy. naturopathy. So, yeah, I did a Bachelor of Health Science in naturopathy um, and I finished that when I was 21. Yeah. And I did that up in um, New South Wales, like in Lismore. Yeah. Uh, and then moved to Melbourne after I did that. And tell me about why you chose to follow the path of running an amazing cruelty-free colourful makeup company oh, wow. rather than being yeah. a naturopath. It's kind of it's not something that I ever thought about doing, but it happened quite organically at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I worked as a naturopath uh, for about 10 years and in that time I worked in clinics and health food shops and managing stores and also as a sales rep for a big um, health food company. And during that time I realised that there was a, a gap in the market when it came to clean beauty products that were actually still on trend as far as like really bold mm. colours goes yeah. and sort of being bright and and cheerful. And, I mean, I'm really into the eco-lux looking packaging and things like that, but I really found that there was a gap for yeah. maybe cosmetics that weren't as serious yeah. looking or yeah. a little bit more aesthetically pleasing yeah. as far as their packaging went. Matching to the kind of clothes like Gorman and Obis. Yeah, exactly. Like something that you could look at and feel 
excited and happy about. Yeah. Um, that still ticked all the boxes as far as certifications and yeah. um, environmentally, you know, sustainable ingredients and things like that. Yeah. And so did you, because you obviously were, were you running Hanami before Atlas was born? I can't remember. I launched Hanami a week before I found out I was pregnant. So oh, wow. yes. Did I even realise that? I'm not sure if that No, it was, a weird, it was a weird time because I think I'd hit, you know, the green button on it and I was yep. all excited and then a week later I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I guess I could have put the brakes on it at that stage but looking back on it now it was probably the perfect time to do that because yeah. I don't think that I, I – would not have been able to do it now. Like yeah. it would have been impossible to start a business. Right do you think now. you would have doubted yourself more because of your situation being a mum, or do you think? Um, I think I wouldn't have had the time. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have had the finances. Yeah. To put into it, um, I probably wouldn't have had the same passion, like and drive. Mm. Um, I mean, I still work ridiculous hours because that's the you know evenings are the only time that I really get to yeah work um, yeah but at the time like I could do it all day every day and that yeah was, okay you know something that I don't get to do now so that's interesting because I was going to ask you if you ever needed felt the need to decide between the business and motherhood and so you would have been on that precipice like yeah exactly at the time and which that's is... something I struggle with every single day mm, like still yeah oh yeah because yeah. we're getting to the stage now where you know maybe a couple of days out of the week, Atlas doesn't have a day nap at all, Yeah, which is terrifying. Um, and uh, the guilt of trying to distract a child so that you can run off and do an email quickly yep. is, it's hideous. I'm already feeling yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Month old, five month old, yeah. Um, Every day. And you like, can't explain to them that I need to go and work on something for five minutes yeah so that I can actually be here with you every day yeah so that we can keep playing together every day and that yeah. we can go on these fun excursions together yeah otherwise you'd be in daycare and I'd be in a nine yeah, to five exactly. yeah yeah um yes I struggle with that daily yeah <laughs> and so after the birth of Atlas mm -hmm. you were working from home running two businesses yeah and you're a full-time breastfeeding mum yes how did you cope with everything uh I guess I am really, really privileged in the fact that I can work from home and that I mm -hmm. had that um, opportunity to literally work from bed in the <laughs> early, mm. you know, postpartum uh, stage. Looking back on it, I wish that I had had a few weeks off. I started like re replying to emails because I started feeling that build up in me where oh I'm like, God, I'm yeah. going to get on top of it now. It's going to get worse and worse. So two days yeah. after we got home, I started working again. Yeah. But from bed, um, with a cup of tea, with a sleeping baby and my cat next to me was yeah. actually, you know, really doable. It sounds doable. nice, but it is also a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't plan in advance to like sort of pause running any of the companies or you just... I couldn't really put anything on pause. Yeah, a subscription, but also um, financially, like my husband works for himself as well as a freelance yeah, radio okay. artist. Um, he didn't have a whole heap of work on at the time. Yeah. And I guess between both of us, we sort of needed um, to make sure that there was some kind of income yeah. coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even though the government, you know, provides you with a small amount, a small of amount that's not even enough to make yeah. rent. So, and they also don't really get it to you in time anyway. Oh, I think we it had to was wait about six eight weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. I waited eight weeks. Which I wonder what 
a lot of people do in that time because oh, it was a crazy. struggle for us. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we have people to rely on and yeah. savings. And, and by things. the time you get it, you've already spent what you yeah. have saved. So, yeah. 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 And so what changed in terms of other than the obvious things like you have a baby and you're breastfeeding now, what else changed do you think in terms of going from pregnancy to baby? Um, I think I when people had told me about how your brain gets a bit mushy and you can't think of words and how <laughs> you just, you know, the whole mum brain thing, mm-hmm. I thought, well, that won't affect me because I'm so used to running these businesses that it's sort of second nature to me and that's not going to happen. And then when it, like literally within days of having him, my brain, I just, I couldn't find words. I was mm. sort of having conversations with people where I I had nothing to say for the yeah. first time ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what has happened? Yeah. So that was really hard. Um, I mean, I've always been quite an introvert, so I'm never, you know, in the spotlight. I don't like to put myself mm. in situations where I have to do a lot of talking you know, face to face, but even emails, I was finding hard yeah. to actually reply Yeah, <laughs> with something that was intelligent. Well, see, I paused around that time. Mm. So, and I did that in advance so that I knew I didn't have to think about it. Yep. So I can't imagine how hard it would have been for you to, yeah. I could barely even, you know, I'd just wake up and think, <laughs> how do I make breakfast? <laughs> like I don't, how do I yeah. talk? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Did you have any support? Yeah, I mean, Trent was great and the fact that he didn't have heaps of work on at the time meant that I think we were both home with Atlas for maybe the first three months, which is amazing. And that not, is so good. No, I don't know yeah. anyone else that gets that yeah. um, opportunity. Um, and Trent also helped me out, you know, every single day with running the business. So he'd go to the warehouse and pack all my orders and do all of the manual you know, physical stuff for me mm. and I'd just be chipping away at the online stuff. So in that respect, it was almost like 50% of the workload that I had before. If it wasn't for him, I don't know how I would have done it. Yeah. I guess I probably, looking back on things, I should have accepted more help. Yeah. When people offer help, I'm really, really bad at accepting, as I mm. think most mothers I can are. That. Yeah, it is hard. Because we know that we're, we know our strengths, we know how strong we are. Yeah. Um, we know that we're capable. So when we're offered yeah. help, we it's almost sort of, a guilt thing as well. It's yeah. Like, I feel guilty making you do more. Yeah. For me. Yeah. When I could, I yep. just am tired. And yeah. But people, someone said to me the other day, someone offered to help me when we were moving. And like a really lovely mum in my mother's group said, I can come around and bring the baby and I can hang out. I can hang out with both the babies on the ground and play with them while you pack boxes. And I was like, no, don't be so selfless. You don't need to do that. It's ridiculous. I'll just cope with it all. And Mm -hmm. I was telling someone how lovely it was and how I couldn't accept the help because she's also a new mum. And they were like, yeah, but Amy, people like to help. It makes them feel good. Yeah. Like, I think what we're forgetting as well is is people offer the help that maybe they wish they were offered yeah. and so they know how to be helpful. They yeah. know what's going to be helpful. And I think until you're a mother yourself, you don't really know what's helpful. Exactly. I remember sort of saying to friends that had had babies, oh, let's go out one night and you know, have heaps of wine and go out dancing and stuff. And now I realise that that's like not the last been possible. thing that they wanted to do at that yeah, time. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, yeah. taking around some magazines and a huge box of chocolates. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome, great. Awesome, you know, fried potato. Yum. Yeah. And 
it, that's so much more helpful. So I think it's just, yeah, I, I, but I've always found it really hard to say yes to help. And I think a part of that is ego as well, even though I hate to admit it. Yeah. It's like, I can prove it to myself that I can do all these things. And I've done it all myself Mm -hmm. and then feel exhausted after it Mm. and sort of wish that I'd said yes. Yeah, I think we're very similar in that way. We've spoken about this a lot before. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, But we seem to accept help from each other. I don't know whether that's because we both know that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, So the changes we face from pregnancy to mother Mm. shake up our identity and our Mm -hmm. sort of self, uh, what's the word? I don't know, just your sense of self, I guess. Mm, yep. Um, can you talk about your experience through those periods mm. separate to the business? Did you? Yeah. Um, I, for the f- sort of five years before I had Atlas, I was working as a sales rep as well as running my businesses. Mm-hmm. I didn't work alongside anyone. Um, it was always me on the road and then me working for myself when I got home from work. And so I wasn't used to having to share my day in any way with anyone. Mm-hmm. I would do what I wanted when I needed to do it, yeah. um, have a break when I needed to have a break, have a coffee when I need. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Make the phone calls I needed freedom. to do, make, do the emails I needed to do, see the people I needed to see and then that was my day and if I needed to go to yoga or have a massage or go out and party on the weekend, that's just what I'd do. Wow. So I think the biggest, yeah, the it's a huge change to all of a sudden um, being completely responsible for someone else. And that first sort of, I mean, for us, it was about a year and a half before I felt completely comfortable Mm. um, being more than half an hour away from Atlas because it just felt like every time I did, even though he was fine, I just see that pull of, you know, oh, he's, probably needs a breastfeed he's going to wake up at midnight and if I'm not there no Mm -hmm. one else can settle him and Mm -hmm. it took a really long time so you sort of feel as though you lose a huge part of your independence whether it's going to a gig or going to the movies or whatever you're constantly I was looking at my phone all the time in case Mm -hmm. you know is everything okay and you can hear them screaming in the background and you can't straight home yeah exactly you can't enjoy your time away yeah so hard yeah or coming back and they've been distressed for an hour and then you feel so too scared to try that yeah. again for another few months. Oh, yeah. Which I thought, you know, I, I honestly thought that maybe I would continue to work um, and the businesses would be enough to sort of financially be okay for both Trent and I and that he would work from home and we would have this child who would be really chilled out and relaxed and play in a little, you know, yeah. little area of his office. Yeah. And then it's like, all oh, right, now I see. It's not, Isn't that funny, not the ideas you have of yeah. motherhood before? I thought he'd be totally chilled out. I was like, yeah, you know. And I just pop him in a playpen. And- yeah, playpen <laughs> with some like wooden toys and no screen time and, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, the it's dream. pretty funny how quickly that all goes out the mm. window. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you see some Instagram mums that seem like they have that life, but they probably don't, you know. Yeah, it's no. probably just yeah. – I mean, I don't put up pictures of Dory screaming or crying or yeah. being unhappy. He yeah. always looks like the happiest baby ever. Yeah. yeah. He's not always like that. Yeah. Definitely not always. No. Yeah. Um, and so looking back, the person you were before you fell pregnant mm. and then the person you are now, how different is that? Not very different. 
I'm definitely more tired. <laughs> I am busier, but that's, um, I guess that goes along with the role. Um, I, there was a time that I sort of thought, oh, I, when he's a bit older, then, you know, then I'll be, I'll, I'll get it. I'll be happier. I'll be this, this will work. I'll be, everything will be perfect then. Or when work stops being so hectic, then I'll, you know, mm. then everything's going to be great. When we move to the country, then everything's going to be great. When I get through the bottom of that laundry, Do you, you know, know that's been sitting there, everything's going to be great. And that the other day I was sort of just realized that things are great. They're yeah. actually really great. My life is hectic. My house is a mess. There's always going to be a pile of dishes in the sink. And that's just, where we're at and mm. that's actually fine yeah like I get forever. stuck in that too it's yeah. funny Jamie was saying to me I think just the other day like a week ago we went away for the weekend and he was saying when we get back life starts like mm-hmm. life starts yeah. now and and we, we said it to a friend that's right we said it to a friend and he wrote back haha that's hilarious I do that all the time like the diet thing you mm-hmm. know like it starts on Monday yeah Oh, no, it starts next Monday. Yeah. Not that I'm a dieter. But it's yeah. the same kind of idea in your head. Yeah. You think I need to Tuesday I'm going to start going to Pilates exactly. like four times a week. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop having sugar from tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to have some more tonight and then from tomorrow. Yeah. And it's that same kind of mental sort of you're tricking yourself into thinking that the future is going to be better, better. than the Yeah. And then you forget present. to realize that actually everything that's happening right yeah. now is like, you wouldn't change it. Yeah. And you look back and you always think, oh, man, how good was that time? Why didn't I mm-hmm. really enjoy yeah, that time? Yeah, and I think I'm a little bit sad about that because the first the first year, I guess, was so busy and full on and I was having trouble adapting to, like, am I a working mum or am I a stay-at-home mum? Mm. both and feeling like that was such a hard role. Yeah. And it, it was is, hard. It is. It yeah. is hard, but it's also, like, it's also glorious, Yeah, you know, um, to be able to wake up and have your baby with you all day and still be able to work and have financial freedom because of that work without having to do the, you know, drop off, pick up, Mm. all of that stuff that working mums have to do. Yeah. I realise that I actually have it all. Yeah. It doesn't make it easy but it's all there. Yeah. You know? It is actually really hard to just be a stay-at-home mum as well. Oh, my God, yes. Do you think you would be able to actually do that? Would you be able to feel as fulfilled as you are now? I feel as though I could, I definitely could. Um, but also I know for a fact that I would fill up all of that time with something else. I would have a million other ideas of businesses I wanted to start, or I'd take on a million hobbies or Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not the kind of person who can just be okay with, yeah. And I wish I could, I wish I could relax into that and be like, Mm. oh my goodness, this is wonderful. But your brain works a different way. Yeah. And so does mine. Yeah. You need that sort of stimulation. You need something Something, happening. You can't just watch kids TV shows all day and hang out. You know, I mean. I mean, I wish I had time to read. Yeah, I wish I had time me too. in the evenings just to hang out with Trent because we sort of yeah. don't get that opportunity because he gets yeah. home and takes – like he gets home from work and pretty much takes over yeah. from there. Um, we give Atlas dinner. We try to eat something ourselves and mm-hmm. then I go to work Yeah, and he does the bath, bed, that whole routine. Yeah. So by the time I get home and we go to bed, we kind of – we don't have a lot of time yeah, together Yeah, that anymore. is hard. That is but hard. also that's just a, you know – 
how they say all this too must will pass or yeah you know it's and exactly you'll probably both look back as well and go like, well that was so lovely yeah. you know yeah. because you'll have so much time together in the future yeah and you have had before and it goes so quickly that we look back now and think how did we cope like yeah when Atlas was six months old, how did we manage that? How did yeah. we do the 20 wake-ups a night and yeah. still get up and go to work and mm. how did we well, get through that? you don't know that? any different. Like, no. It's like us right now. It's I sometimes think, how am I awake today? Like <laughs> yeah. I literally slept like a cumulative three oh, hours yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, and you still function mm-hmm. somehow, like maybe not as well as you did before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My brain, like you said, I'm losing <laughs> a lot of words. I don't know why I'm doing a podcast yeah. right now. I oh, I was trying to much. talk to my accountant the other day and um, I, it took me a really long time to think of the word goodwill. I said, <laughs> oh, you know, it starts with good. Um, it's a thing that you can't put a really put a dollar figure on. And he's like, ah, oh, goods and surfers. And I was like, no, 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 it's really basic. Like it's just two words and it took a real – and then when I said it, when he said it, he said, uh, goodwill. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's the one. Uh. And he was like, huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then I realised that he was it. charging me by the minute. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so can you switch between business Hannah and mother Hannah easily or – do you struggle? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm always both. Yeah. Um, yeah, always both. I I kind of have to be, um, mm. like I was saying before, with Atlas's naps during the day. So when he naps, I've never been able to, you know, when they say, you know, sleep when your baby sleeps, oh, it's like it's so I don't know hard. anyone who's actually ever been able to do that. I don't do that, yeah. But the minute he falls asleep, it's like, right, I am on the clock. Like mm. I need to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never – I never switch off the mother side of things because at the same time I'm like, okay, when he wakes up, he's going to be hungry. So I need to put on lunch while I'm also maybe doing a Skype call Mm -hmm. or, you know, paying some invoices. I'm making a pot of Mm. noodles. It sounds like my day too. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't. I finally get it. I don't think you can separate the two of them, especially Mm. when they're both run from home. Yeah. Maybe if I was leaving and going to an office, Mm. um, I could probably switch that off, but. But you'd probably be doing that same thing you were saying before about how you'd be thinking, wondering, yeah. Do Do you still do that somewhat even when he's being babysat or looked after? Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Just like worried that has anything ever happened when he's been? Um, No. 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 I think once he got like a splinter. (laughs) <laughs> and they my nanny was like do you have any um do you have something i can get a splinter out with oh yeah and okay. i think that was the worst thing that happened well, actually when atlas was really really young um oh maybe eight months uh he went to a park with <gasps> trent and i was at the warehouse and my warehouse is um down two levels it doesn't ha- i don't have any phone service there mm. which always has freaked me out a little bit mm. so it's not until i go upstairs and out into the car park that i have phone service yeah um and he had swallowed a piece of bark at the park bark mm. park um and had choked oh god and they had to get an ambulance and trent's phone was dead oh, and he didn't have my, my number god. and he just left me this message how did he call an ambulance with his dying phone yeah oh no he got someone at the park actually to call the ambulance for him while he was leaving me a message Mm. um and he just said don't freak out meet us at the i can't even remember mercy or whatever the hospital is there um and so that was i guess that was enough to maybe 
scar me a little bit. I mean, it's yeah. massively. It scarred Trent a lot more than me because mm. he was there. But um, oh, man, so that... I think that thing of like feeling as though something bad's going to happen when you're not there. Yeah, it's, it's ingrained in us anyway as mothers. Yeah, yeah. or as parents. But yeah. um, even when you're with them, you're imagining the worst possible I know, things. It's, and it's crazy. Like, I wish my brain wasn't doing this right yeah. now. But I guess it's like a protective mechanism yep. to just be mindful. Oh, and especially of with like you know baby led weaning as well. There'll be oh, times. Oh my god, that I'm, I'm just actually, a bit of a warning. There'll I'm, be times. <laughs> I'm freaking out already because I've been reading a book yeah. about it and they say, you know, they'll choke, but they're not really choking. They will. And it's like, they will do it a lot and it, you get kind of used to it, but also every time you I feel your like I need to do a, a first beat. aid course just yeah, so that I do. know. I think yeah. everybody should do it. Yeah. 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 I think I should do that before I start because I just need to feel like I know what to do because yeah. I don't want to have to wait for someone to. Well, they reckon, even, yeah, the worst. I read, They reckon the most common one. Is later on and it's popcorn and you shouldn't give kids like yeah, popcorn. I've heard Meanwhile, that. it's Atlas's favourite food, so he's been having popcorn for a really long time. Yeah, but he knows how to deal with it. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, even the jumping, what's it called? The, oh, the jolly jumper. The jolly jumper. Yeah. Oh, has it got warnings? <laughs> no, but oh. like it to me it doesn't seem that sturdy like it feels like it could come off and so every time he's jumping around like yep. he's having the best time and I'm like on edge Freaking going out. like yep. smiling but also going I'm ready to yep. catch you in yeah, case yeah. that thing comes flying <laughs> off like oh. and Jamie's like it's fine don't yep. worry about it he's gonna I can't be fine. think I know, about it you know? I know. if it falls on his head it's metal yeah it's gonna hurt him yeah but once they're able to like fend for themselves little accidents do become a bit funnier yeah you know, yeah you can actually laugh it's at just because it. his head's still so I know, soft you know, I know and you just get so like oh, oh my god the brain be careful um so what elements need to be in place for you to work just sleeping atlas or what, what's the situation oh, for you well i mean i can get away with um a little bit of social media and maybe the occasional urgent email if he is up and no one else is there at home with me. Um, we are really lucky to have two amazing babysitters or nannies. Um, so on a Monday and on a Friday, I get um, some solid hours. So three hours twice yep. a week. Um, and we don't have like, we don't have any Atlas's grandparents on either side don't live in Melbourne. Um, we've got family in Tassie and family in New South Wales. Um, but I do have my amazing sister who's only about 20 minutes away. So she's mm-hmm. always there if I'm like, Sarah, I'm freaking out, you know, I need to get all this done. Yeah. And she'll just either come around so I can go to the warehouse or I can drop Atlas off at her. Um, but she has two kids of her own, which yeah. is, you know, a lot for anyone to yeah. deal with three yeah. of them. Um, so yeah, things that need to be in place for me to work is Atlas, if he's asleep, that's great. Or if I have a nanny, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, heater, coffee, <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> yep. all of the sugar. Yum, um, yep. I think it's really easy to get distracted by things that need to be done around yeah, the house. So you sit down to work and if it's, yeah, and especially if it's hey. something that you're putting off, yeah, something really boring, like yeah. you have to do your BAS, like yeah. your business activity statement, or you have to you're putting off a phone call that's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, awkward or you mm-hmm. do really don't want to do, it's really easy to go, oh, some, today I've got to wash, you know, cloth nappies or oh, today I've, yeah, I, I things promised that you wouldn't normally do. myself that I would make a lasagna yep. or like ridiculous <laughs> things that can wait, can totally wait. Yeah. Um, but I promised myself and I really want that yeah, lasagna. Yeah, so exactly. it's important. Yeah, and I bought all the things and they're going to go rotten in the bottom yep. of a veggie tray. So, yep. yeah, but Hard I don't need a whole lot in place, but I think it's 
it's hard to 100% focus when you've got yeah. a million other things that you would – that, that would make life easier if you just got out of the way. Mm. And mm. if you were at a, an office, Yeah, you example. wouldn't have that. And yeah. you could go out for lunch on your own. I think yeah. that's one of the other big things for me, um, sometimes feeling like, oh, poor me, especially in the early days. It's yep. like you don't get time to sit on a tram and listen to a podcast or read a book. You don't mm-hmm. get time to duck out of the office and have a coffee on mm-hmm. your own in silence or chat to another adult. It's yep. like even if they're boring. I say exactly. this to my partner all the time. Totally. I'm like you get to sit Especially in the car. Especially if they're a alone. boring person because then you don't yep. even really have to take in what they're saying. You, <laughs> you just get just, someone to talk to. Yep. <laughs> he gets 20 minutes in the car by himself mm-hmm. on the way to work, sometimes 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's probably thinking, "Oh, the commute is so oh, annoying." Oh, yep. Yeah. I would love well, I would that. Do, yeah. I'd sit yeah. there, listen to an audio book, yeah. drink a coffee. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's like heaven. I remember the first time that I went to the supermarket on my own after I had Atlas mm. and I called my sister and I was like, I am at the supermarket <laughs> on my own. I am having the best time. <laughs> I can look at things. I can read all yep. the labels. There's yep. this new vegan cheese. Yep. And she was like, oh, you've gone crazy. I was like, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, but this is great. Yeah. I did that the other day with, mm-hmm. and I messaged my mother's group chat a picture of me in the magazine aisle, just like, I'm looking at the magazines yeah, I don't today. even want one of these. No, but there's no baby looking at me going, get me out of yeah, here. So, yeah. oh, it's dreamy. Yeah. The things you need to appreciate before you totally. have a baby. You one just the, can't appreciate it. The biggest you... one of those for me is travel. Like I oh have God. always thought that flying was so boring and airports were so boring. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, my God, it's if like, only I could sit like there for five hours and read. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Or watch all the movies or have yes. all the delicious free drinks. Oh like, you know what? It's funny. Everything you say, I'm, I have like a direct connection to something that's happened oh, really? recently with me. <laughs> that exact thing because we've flown a few times recently. Mm-hmm. The first time I went up um, to visit family with Dory by myself when mm-hmm. he was, I think he was eight weeks yeah, old. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Maybe he was about 12 weeks actually. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I thought but he was less. I think he must have been less. Yeah. He must have been like eight yeah, or nine I weeks. Yeah, and I was so anxious about that. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to cope with this, mm-hmm. being alone at an airport. Like I used to get travel anxiety anyway. I'm so proud of how I managed. It was actually a lot easier than I thought. Mm-hmm. And I think being busy with him sort of you don't have time to even be anxious about it because you're mm-hmm. just so distracted by all mm-hmm. the things you have to do and carry and no well, one helps you. The anxiety is keeping them happy. It turns yeah. from like being anxious about travel yeah. or being anxious about flying to being anxious about how your kid's going to Yep. Um, respond. <laughs> yes, totally. And I sat directly across from this young lady who was probably, I don't know, probably my age, yeah. like nearly 30 and maybe she was a bit younger. And she was just sitting there with like earphones in with a notebook and a pen oh, and a coffee and a book to read, yeah. just looking out the window. And I looked over and it just hit me like, oh, my God, the mm-hmm. amount of times that I did that and I did not appreciate it. Yeah, I just – was doing exactly that. This yeah. is so boring. I can't wait to get off the plane yeah. and get to wherever I'm going. I know. And, like looking forward to the next thing. Yeah. I should have been, been so annoyed that it's taking reveling. so long. I know. Oh, and then I was sitting there trying to like calm a crying baby, mm-hmm. breastfeed him while we're taking off. Oh, yeah. Like don't have a hand to hold a drink. No. I couldn't even get a drink. <laughs> no. Because, yeah, that's yeah. funny, isn't it? We've done two international flights with Atlas and like I don't think flying gets any easier but – 
they do become a little bit easier to entertain, I guess. Yeah, when they can sit up. Yeah, when they can sit up. Hold a pencil Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So it'll get easier. Yeah, and actually the second time was harder than the first, but Mm. the first wasn't too bad. I was just, I think, stressed because I was alone. Yeah, that's hard because you've got all the things to carry. and then Yeah, yeah. it was mostly just having no hands Mm. to do anything. I couldn't even, yeah, get my drink bottle out of my bag. I just had to hold him because he was so big and I was (laughs) stuck in this little tiny seat. He's going to outgrow you soon. I know. His head, I swear his head is bigger than my head. It's insane. (laughs) I have a big baby if you're listening. She has a huge baby. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about the mental load. Yes. We've kind of been talking about that already. Um, but how do you balance everything? If you're talking, we're a stay-at-home mom, housework, baby or well, toddler for you, businesses, how do you prioritise what to do and how do you get it all done and how do you survive? I don't get a lot of it done. Um, I am not great at finishing things. Mm-hmm. So I'll get three quarters of the way through things and then I'll kind of abandon it. Sounds exactly <laughs> so like me. my inbox, my washing, mm. um, my like everything. I'm mm-hmm. not a completer mm. <laughs> and that's okay. Like I said, that's where I'm at now. And one day it'll be different. One day I'll have time to, you know, do things a bit more thoroughly. Um, mental load, I think that's a – I, I think that I carry a lot in my head that I don't verbalize. Like sometimes I will talk to Trent and say, oh, you know, talk to him about a new thing that's happened work wise or talk about a new friend who I met or something. And I realize pretty quickly that I actually haven't mentioned it to him. It's all been in my brain. Mm. And because I'm spending so like so much time at home and a lot of those days, Atlas and I will go and do things together, but it doesn't always involve speaking to other adults. Yep. Um, that there's a lot that I keep in my head that I don't really talk about. But it doesn't feel like mental load. That's sort of that's a, a different thing, I guess. But in terms of what you're saying, is it also because you don't see each other as much as you used to? So there's so many things that he's missed probably add on that's happening that you just forget yeah. to. Because I've started um, noticing that with Jamie as well. Probably, yep. And I guess by the time uh, you're both at home, there's things that need to be done that are always centred around your child. Mm. So unless you're having a night away from that and if it's a date night or something or if we, you know, if we have family in town and we take an opportunity to go to the movies or go out for a drink or just go out for dinner with each other or even go for a walk, you know, just the two of us alone, we sort of don't really like to talk about work yeah um because it feels like that is potentially stressful or Mm. too much of a you know not a negative thing to talk about but we want to just enjoy that time together yeah and not have it focused around yeah work Mm. so what's lowest on your priority list in life at the moment everything (laughs) um lowest on my priority list is other people's opinions <laughs> of how I'm doing oh, things. <laughs> I love that answer. I love that. That is probably the lowest and that took me a really long time. Um, like I actually couldn't care what if anyone thinks that I'm doing things the right way or the wrong way. Or mm-hmm. And I think that is I, I wish that more I, – I wish that I'd learnt that earlier and I wish that more mothers could have that sort of freedom. Like I know people who have left their mother's groups because they felt so – um, 
pressured to, well, not pressured, but they just felt so different to other mothers because yeah. they weren't judged. In you know, some judged. Way. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have the right brand of pram, or they yeah. weren't, so many you know, things. doing this, or they yeah. were doing sleep training, or they weren't doing sleep yeah. training, or they doing baby led, or they're not. Like it's yeah. like just do it your own way. It's going to work for you, or it's not going to work for you, and yeah. you don't know that until you try yeah. it as well. Yeah. So don't yeah, rule you can anything have opinions out. Opinions about what parent you want to be and what things you yeah, want to exactly. do and then you can change your mind when you like I said I thought situation. I'd have a super chilled out kid who was like happy just to play at home <laughs> while we did some work and then yeah and it's like you just got to go and with the flow and realize that it's constantly rapidly changing yep and, and motherhood every is day hard. is different motherhood you're never hard. gonna know what yeah and it's actually really really amazingly fun as well yeah. like you can have so much fun doing it yeah and then there's other days where you feel completely defeated yeah. and like the you just don't know what you're doing anymore yeah yeah <laughs> so the minute you get a handle on it and you think oh okay I know what I'm doing now it's mm. like tomorrow no 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 yeah. you'll be out of your debt completely and, changed yeah. completely yeah how do you avoid burnout um I got there I did I did burn out last year okay um and when I burnt out I hadn't realized that I was getting to that stage mm. and then I was there and it was really it was really confronting for me because like I said before I think it's the ego and I think it's a little bit like I can't ask for help and I can't accept help and that's a combination of not wanting to put people out but also yeah. knowing that I can do it all and I'm capable of doing it all yeah and then when you get to the point where you realize that you've completely burnt out it's really it's quite shocking yeah um also scary when you've got someone to look after so scary mm. yeah yeah and I think it's like Trent could see it happening for months and months before mm. it did but that's the same I think as mothers you know that you can get through it and you know that mm. you know you know that it's going to be hard but that you're capable of doing it um I guess now I avoid burning out by Having boundaries, yeah. Um, knowing that I don't always need to say yes to yeah. every single invitation that I get, and mm-hmm. just going to things that I actually genuinely want to go to. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of work-related things I get invited to, and I go to maybe one percent of those because it's not. Yeah. If it's not going to be enjoyable for me, then I yeah. very rarely say yes to something. Yeah. Or if um, it's just going to be too much for you in that yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's a lot on when you have a kid. So much. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you need to just like, you know, 10 minutes before you're meant to be somewhere, realize that it's not actually going to be the best thing for you or your child Mm -hmm. and just not turn up. Yeah. Nobody minds. Yeah. Exactly. If they do, then they don't know you very well. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Can we go back to, because I forgot to ask you a question because my brain's slowly fading away. (laughs) When you were talking about, (laughs) when you're talking about, um, support and nanny Mm. um another person i've had on has mentioned a nanny and someone actually Mm. wrote in saying can you if someone else talks about a nanny expand on that Mm -hmm. um what the experience is like with a nanny because i guess people have like an old-fashioned view of it as like you know like you think oh i wouldn't want a nanny but Mm. um in my experience seeing your nanny situation it's a lot different to what you sort of have in your mind of what a nanny would be i think it's 
I don't even know if she would call herself a nanny or a babysitter or a child carer. I don't really know what the right term for it would be. Yeah. Um, we have an amazing babysitter. I don't know. What do I call her? I don't know. I have guess an amazing she, child it, carer, I guess. It's essentially a child carer. But, I mean, that's what nanny is supposed to be, I guess. But yeah. it's almost like that word is used to replace a nanny. Well, it's nan. such an old school name, isn't yeah. it? It's like, you and know, really, really kind of strict, proper lady that comes yeah. around and does yeah, cleaning yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have an amazing amazing childminder that comes over um to my house Mm -hmm. um she lives locally near where I live um and she stays either stays at home she just asks Atlas what he wants to do that day so they'll go out to the park or they might go on a tram or they might stay home and just play in the backyard Mm -hmm. um and I will either work in my office at home when they're there and shut my door so that I am not distracted mm-hmm. or I'll leave and go to the warehouse and work. Yeah. Um, if Atlas happens to fall asleep, which is very rarely when she's there, she is amazing. Like she'll get into the kitchen and do the dishes oh, wow. or fold the washing, which is not expected at all. Like I, yeah. I don't that was never ask discussed. her to do that. Yeah, no, yeah. she just does. Um, she works I guess with, she feels like she's being paid, so she probably yeah, wants to help out. And she works with a lot of other, like I think two or three other families okay. um, for the rest of her week and she's got quite a few children in each family that she cares for. So I think with Atlas she's got one-on-one, which is beautiful. Yeah. And she sings a lot to him and they oh, paint nice. pictures and do a lot of craft. Wow. And it's I think it's really special for him as well. Yeah. He looks More forward to that time. He doesn't sort of. Yeah. As soon as she comes around, he's like, okay, bye, mum. Uh-huh. Almost like, okay, you've got to go now because this is, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a shock to him when he grows up and I have to tell him that I was actually paying her to come around because oh, he thinks that she's, yeah. you know, his, his special friend, friend oh, that sweet comes though, around. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. yeah. They have eventually. a really close bond. So, yeah. 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 That's really sweet. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. I just wanted to because. I'm sure it'll come up again yeah. and again in conversation. I just wanted people to have an understanding. And I think of- like the first couple of times, you know, I didn't know her from a bar of soap. I think I saw an ad on um, one of the Facebook pages or yep. maybe, the you know, Preston Good Karma or something mm-hmm. like that and just saying that she was a nanny and she was in the area and she had a few, you know, some spare hours on a Monday. And I got in touch and she came over and I just got a really good feeling from her. Yeah. And I think the That's first when you time, know. yeah, but the first time I was like, oh my God, I don't know this person and they've taken my child out for a walk and what am I doing? And it's yeah, really terrifying. Yeah. But she obviously um, had references and yeah. well, it worked out well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so if you could sum up for me what motherhood has given to you, what mm-hmm. would that be? Um... I guess a greater understanding and appreciation for other mothers, mm. for my own mother, for those who have wanted to be mothers and couldn't. Yeah. Those who are mothers and then have found themselves in situations where they were no longer mothers. Like I think mm. just that appreciation and respect. I think also um, I'm – better able to appreciate really simple joys yeah. for for what they are and know that they pass quickly yeah and that is the joy in it yeah is these little moments like you know the other day I think we'd had Atlas had been pretty full on and there were a lot of tantrums and it felt like one of those days where it was like Groundhog Day just went mm. on and on 
and Trent came home and we gave him a bath and then he was like the happiest little kid in the world and he was running up the hall like a little spring lamb, <laughs> completely naked, just jumping around and he it was the cutest thing ever and I just turned to Trent and I said, don't ever let me forget this moment. Yeah, I think it's things like that when before yeah. I might not have had the insight to or the days where there's so much parallel mm. going on yeah. that you can appreciate 10 seconds of yeah. that day and that's enough to be like, today was a really awesome day. Yeah. You know, when before if it was like something really crappy happened at work and you come home in a bad mood and then have a giggle about something, it would still be a crappy day. Yeah, When totally, this was like yeah. something amazing at the end of the day and it turns the whole thing around because yeah. you're putting a little boy to bed that's so full of joy. Yeah. Even though he's had a hard day of emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Total perspective shift, hey. A friend... Actually, someone on the podcast recently said it's like skimming the surface before motherhood hits you and then all of a sudden you just get deeper into what is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's become so clear. Stripping back those layers of like what you thought would make you happy and realising at the end of the day it's as simple as a naked bum (laughs) running up and down the hallway. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I love it. It's so cute. Um, okay. And what is next for you? Oh, I'm not sure. I, I guess I, I mean, there's times where I want to bottle up now and not let it change at all. Cause I mm. think two and a half, they're just the funniest little people they yeah. have. They're still tiny enough to be, you know, little babies and they're old enough to make hilarious jokes and yeah. to have their own sense of humor. So it's hard because you're sort of like, oh, I don't want this to end this bit now. But it's also I am looking forward to Atlas being a little bit older and being able to um, travel a lot more with him and for that Mm. to be a bit easier and for him to actually enjoy travelling. Yeah. Um, One of our friends who has a seven or eight-year-old the other day said to me that that was her favourite age because she feels as though they're really, really, like her and her son are really, really great friends yeah like they do things because they actually want to spend that time together it's Mm. not that one person requires something and the other one's going along because that would make them happy it's like let's do something together today that we both really enjoy yeah so I think I'm looking forward to that yeah um and I'm really looking forward to um showing Atlas more music like experiencing music a bit more as well I'm not at a stage where I want to take him to festivals with me yeah. or do that side of things. I always thought I would be, but yeah. now I realise that that's probably something I enjoy more myself rather than yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to him enjoying gigs and hiking and camping and all that sort of thing where mm. it's maybe not as hard mm. as it is when they're little. And what about business life? I don't know. I mean, I moved to Melbourne 15 years ago because I was going to do my postgrad in Chinese medicine. Um, I delayed that for a year and then never went back to do it because I started working. So that's something I'd still like to do is do um, become an acupuncturist and get a little bit more back into the roots of why I wanted to be a naturopath to start with, um, which was never about, you know, treating people with supplements. It was always about, you know, a more sort of natural approach. And yeah. Um, we are hoping to move out to the country at some stage. So I'd like to involve a lot of um, 
I need to get back to country. I think it's one of those things that inside yeah. of me, I know that that's in the future and that has something to do with business as well. I think growing a, a business in a small country town is something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what. Because you can do it from anywhere. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of business it's going to be, but it'll be something new, I think. Yeah, cool. And yeah. do you want to mention what's happening with the oh, vegan yeah. box? Um, I didn't introduce the vegan box, but oh, I will sure. at the beginning. If you want to say something now. Yeah. Um, so I've been running the vegan box for almost seven years. Um, and I'm at a stage now where Hanami, my other business, has just like had this incredible growth and it's been a lot of hard work like it sort yeah, of hasn't happened overnight been I've been working really away hard. for three years at it yeah um it's finally at a stage now where that could be my full-time job um so I kind of I don't need to run vegan box anymore uh vegan box takes a bit of time because every single month I need to find new products it can never be the same products and that's been every single month for six and a half years. So wow. it gets like I remember you know, just, just even the paperwork. Before, yeah. yeah, before you had Atlas, thinking, "Oh my god, it seems like such a basic business." But when you get to know you and realize how much work goes into that, yeah, it's full on. Like, it's just the sourcing of new exactly. things all the time, yeah. negotiating pricing because obviously, you know, I don't expect to be given things for free, but mm. you need it to be able to get it at a price where you still make a profit off it yep. and customers still get enough value out of it. And finding more new products all Every the time. Every single month, yeah. And, I think and vegan products. I mean, there's more now probably. Yeah. But. It's given me this weird perspective of time as well where the whole month I'm counting down until the next month rather than living in the yeah, now interesting mm-hmm. i wonder if that will disappear when oh, you. that's what that's the biggest thing that i'm looking forward to yeah is not having this thing of like oh my god we're halfway through the month and i don't have next month planned yet yeah i'm looking shit. forward to yeah. months just rolling and just being like oh we're already at the middle of the month yeah that's cool i should appreciate that more. <laughs> not being like oh my god i'm freaking out so yeah. um yes so i think it was yesterday only um it's something I've been thinking about for a long time and putting structures in place to get it ready to sell. Mm-hmm. And I finally listed it um, on the socials yesterday for sale yep. um, and I've had a really great response so far. So I'm hoping that I get wow. a new buyer. That's yeah. wild because that's how I met you. So yeah. it's like all going away. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we change. Things change. Yep. Business changes. And to be honest, that's uh, having that has got me where I'm at now yep. where – you know, seeing that gap in the market for Hanami wouldn't mm. have happened without running Vegan Box and realising that that was such a big gap. And so I think it was, yeah, quite – I'm, I'm really thankful. And it, and it taught me a lot about business. It taught me a lot yeah. about people oh, and have, how yeah. to talk to people in business. Yeah. And, and it probably got you a lot of contacts and yeah, definitely. made a lot of friends. Yeah, I've stuff. met so many people through it. So mm. I'll always be grateful for that. But yeah. it's time now. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's been a jam-packed conversation. Too long. No, Sorry. No, 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 not at all. No, it's great. It's really good. Lots of perspective on lots of different things. So thank you so much for taking time out of your night. I know you got to go to work now. So that's crazy because I'm thinking I'm so tired. I have to go to bed and, like, you're going to work. That's just yeah, that's wild. Okay. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. They've got um, – gold fm on really loudly <laughs> at the warehouse so is that, that is that enough a, to keep me awake good thing or a bad thing it I is a even very bad FM thing is. but okay. you will not be able to sleep through that oh right okay <laughs> well um thank you again for thanks for having on. me and thanks for bringing chocolate because it oh, kept anytime. me awake for an hour which is was much <laughs> what needed. you needed yes